The Gershwin Brothers wrote a song called It Ain't Necessarily So. This title applies to all the messages we receive via the media, print, broadcast, online, and social. Oftentimes these messages are not true, but falsified for various reasons. Many media messages praise the independence of the human spirit. They glory in men and women's freedom to do exactly what they want. These messages claim that religion and even certain laws should be relegated to the past in order to allow unbridled humanity to live a full and happy life. No more let authorities rule over people. Mankind is its own boss. The last lines of the poem Invictus by William Henley sums up these messages. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. It ain't necessarily so. Are we the masters of our fate? Do we actually control what's going to happen to us? Concerning aging and death, I am the master of my fate statement. If it were true, then virtually all people would decide that they don't want to die, nor to age. Most would rather stay young and healthy. However, the moving hands of the clock assure us that our bodies wear out. Entropy takes its toll on all living things. So far, no one has found the fountain of life, the magic elixir that keeps us young forever. No matter if you have empty pockets or are sitting on a mound of money, death comes to us all. Many media messages say that man is master of his fate, but concerning aging and death, it ain't necessarily so. Concerning work and living, I am the master of my fate and the captain of my soul. If it were true, then virtually all people would answer to no one in their daily work. Many people would want to be their own boss. In reality, men and women must answer to someone in the workplace. If we're employed, we must meet the requirements of our employer. If unemployed, we must do as the welfare state tells us. If we're management, we must follow the orders of those managers above us. The top level of managers is not free to do as they please. They must watch the markets and their competitors in order to grow or at least maintain their position. Even billionaires are concerned by market forces that can affect their accumulated wealth. As men began to populate the world, Certain powerful men set up a system where they placed themselves at the top of a hierarchy. Those beneath them became the servants of these men, either by force or trickery. As time went on, this hierarchy added many layers of a master-servant structure. The people at the top told the people at the bottom they should strive to move up on the hierarchical structure until they too could be one of the elite controllers who served no one but themselves. However, these controllers were not only powerful, but also liars. Like racetrack greyhounds chasing mechanical rabbits they are unable to catch, these people can never reach the uppermost echelon. Those places are reserved for family members. They have been fed a false hope in order to work as hard as possible to allow their masters to prosper. An illustration of this is the story of an owner of a company who was showing off his brand new, unbelievably priced sports car to one of his younger managers. He said, yes, son, 
work plenty of overtime, and even work hard through your lunch breaks, and next year I'll be able to buy me another one of these. The structure of the world is set so that almost no one can be the master of his own fate. Top spots are reserved for the top men's children. Virtually no one else has a chance of becoming a top dog. All mankind is destined to serve those above them in the age-old hierarchy. So the way to find meaning is life in life is to strive to be at the top echelon of the hierarchy where we will never have to serve anybody to be the masters of our own fate. It ain't necessarily so. In the past, some meaning was provided by religious influences. People follow the dictates of some religion, usually the Christian religion in Europe and its colonies. In the last few years, many media messages claimed that this is a foolish idea. Now many people have replaced religion with a belief in what the majority of people believe, as told to them from media sources. Many people religiously follow social media memes and treads as their way of finding meaning to their lives. Thus, if most of the population say that such behavior is good, then this is what these people will follow. Today, many people trust media messages. They follow the majority's memes and trends. However, the majority's decision has often been proved to have been wrong and unrealistic. After World War II in Germany, how many Germans regretted the damage they did to the Jews because of the false Nazi media messages that said it was a majority decision? In 21st century America, how many whites were ashamed that they followed untrue media messages and seriously damaged the non-white population? Today, many tobacco merchants, parents and friends, wish they hadn't believed the erroneous media messages that smoking was harmless for their customers, children, and loved ones. So how do we find the meaning in life? For those who finally admit the reality that virtually all people can never escape serving those above them, the answer lies in choosing the one whom we should serve. The powers that be use us as pawns. We're only useful to them if we maintain or add to their wealth. They use media to get us to believe that each step up the ladder of the hierarchy brings more meaning and happiness to our lives. However, there is another way. About 2,000 years ago, something strange was reported to have happened in Palestine. We have valid written documents recording what happened. This was the appearance of Jesus of Nazareth, claimed to be the Son of God and showed people a way to live that repudiated the lives that most of these powerful controllers intended for all people. Explained to them that chasing after the goal of being the master of their fate was a trick, a lie perpetrated by those who control the media. Explained to them they need not be fooled by the media. He told them that the media-driven striving to ultimately reach the upper echelon was as futile as a greyhound chasing a mechanical rabbit. Unfortunately, Jesus' message as recorded in the New Testament of the Bible has been changed by the major Christian religions. These powerful institutions have followed man-made doctrines, many of which oppose those of Jesus. Jesus' teaching that there should be no favoritism among men, and thus no hierarchy and class structure, has been virtually obliterated by mainline religious bodies. This is because they themselves have a man-made hierarchy. The church bosses would not want to lose their special privileges which is a man-made system instituted. 
So the best guide to finding the way we should live is following the doctrines of the largest and most influential Christian churches? It ain't necessarily so. If one inspects the validity and accuracy of the oldest recordings of Jesus and his disciples, the New Testament, one might see the futility of aspiring to the master of one's fate. Virtually all of us must serve someone. We may continue to serve as pawns to further the controller's agenda. However, by following Jesus' teachings, we may see that there is little meaning in this selfish kind of life. The lying, cheating, and stealing, and other unprincipled striving for getting another step up the ladder will not satisfy. Each step up the ladder will take even more filthy double-dealing as we continue to run like a hamster in a cage on an everlasting treadmill. No amount of running will get us off the treadmill to the uppermost echelon. The controllers have played a very harmful joke on us. The answer to finding the meaning in life is to disregard such beliefs as those advanced by men such as Stanley in his poem Invictus. The realistic situation is that virtually all people are not masters of their fate. The best way to find meaning is to study the New Testament, which provides a realistic picture of the way the world is organized. It explains the futility of striving for more and more wealth and power. It shows us how the system taught by Jesus is superior to that of the media controllers. He has shown us a way to realize a lasting and satisfying way to have meaning to all of our lives. This podcast was produced by Stephen Gehrig. Address any comments or complaints to my email address, bird-legs at hotmail.com. That is bird-legs at hotmail.com. Thank you.